Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. Do you want to talk about movies now? <laughs> yeah, let's do it, bro. Let's let's do the actual uh, what the podcast is about. So um, today, you know, last week we looked a little bit ambiguous about uh, what we were going to talk about. We talked about favorite films and uh, the difference mm-hmm. between favorite and best. So uh, I actually wanted to bring up uh, this film for a minute now because uh, I haven't really talked about it much outside of the context of like the people I wanted to see it with. Yeah, um, same, yeah same with me like i've i've seen it and like i want to talk about it but i feel like the only person i could probably talk about it is either diane or you yeah so uh today we're going to be doing a uh dive a little bit of a, a review you know like I, we said in the beginning of the podcast you know it's going to be um spoiler heavy throughout um, cause we do, like to, I like to do more discussion based and I think you do too, Austin. So, right. uh, we're going to talk about, uh, the green Knight, the new, uh, a 24 mm-hmm. film. So, um, Austin, why don't you tell us a little bit about the green Knight and your viewing experience of it? Um, so green Knight, uh, with my experience with the green Knight, and I actually remember seeing a, Maybe this is just like a weird memory thing because COVID and like this weird like last few years have just kind of felt weird. But I remember seeing like an actual, uh, I think the trailer came out last year, like during uh, during lockdown or like during uh, the height of COVID. It came out last year, and I the Green Knight. When I saw the trailer, I remember seeing it with Diana, and I was like, I really want to see that because well, one she just likes um, D- uh, Dave Patel, like he's mm-hmm. um, a really good actor, and. Um, but I remember seeing the trailer for it, and that was like that was actually my first like, because we know now, and I know now, it's actually based on uh, Sir Garwin, uh, the the poem uh, written about Sir Garwin. Who wrote that poem? Do you know? I don't know. Uh, so, like many old poems, there's no there's no oh, source. Okay, so it's just one of those like passed down stories. Yep. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, um, Green Knight based loosely off of Sir Garwin's uh, the poem Sir Garwin. Um, kind of like an Arthurian uh, style story about chivalry. Um, lots of thematic elements about like knights. Um, we see in this movie, we see a lot of like you know religious imagery. I mean, right off the bat, we see some really you know religious you know, tones pretty quickly, and we'll dive into that. Um, but just based off what I know, um, this movie is directed by David Lowry, I think, right? And he did yes. What else did he do? Uh, uh, he I did, so I just looked it up. He did. Uh, he did an A twenty four film called Ghost Story, um, which I've right. not seen. And he did. Uh, it looked like it said he did yeah. the Old Man and the Gun, which I haven't seen either. I haven't seen any of his mm. movies. It's just like the Old Man and the Gun, Ghost Story. Mm. He's directed a couple of TV things, and he's doing. Uh, it said he was doing mm. a Disney movie, which was. Yeah. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy, yeah. Ghost Story also had Joel Edgerton, so I guess David Lambert and Joel Edgerton like, you know, artistically close people, because uh, Joel Edgerton was also the main guy in the Ghost Story, and he's also in uh, The Green Knight. Yeah, um, he... Uh, 
actually friend friend of the pod brought this up uh josh he he said check out the cast of the 2000 i think it's 2004 or something king arthur there was a king arthur movie like Mm-hmm. recently enough in recent memory but it was like far enough away you know and mm-hmm. uh joel edgerton this is interesting i think it's on purpose joel edgerton is actually casted as sir gawain in this king arthur movie oh really mm-hmm. that's cool um yeah so uh does Dev patel is it Dev or is it dev i just imagine it's, it's like Dev. i think it's is dev it yeah okay yeah it's dev patel i wish a vicander who is like um it's highly hot in this movie, and I even think Aaron uh, Kellerman's really hot in this one too. <laughs> the uh, Barry uh, Kogan, I think, is his name. Kogan. Yeah, some uh, isn't it Irish guy, right? Yeah, but like, do you remember? I think you may have retweeted this, or you and Josh have retweeted this on Twitter. But it was like, whenever Barry Kogan shows up in a movie, like shit's about to get really weird. <laughs> it yeah. was like, yeah, and like it was funny because like that's absolutely the case for this movie too. <laughs> it's like. Uh, I think it's like really shortly after uh, he go like Gawain um, sh- kind of just you know leaves the castle, but then like the first guy he comes across is is uh, the scavenger played by Barry, and like he's just ma- around this field of corpses, and you know this guy's just kind of like egging him about the the I guess the the troubles of their time and like all kinds mm-hmm. of shit. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Then he asks for directions and stuff like that. And that's when, yeah, that's when definitely like things start to get really weird from there on. But um, that's all I really know about the movie, like in terms of what it was loosely based on and like just general, you know, ideas. And like, I mean, I haven't read like any piece of literature about it. So I don't know if all the themes are pretty similar or how like closely knit this movie is to them. But, um, and then of course, like, you can't forget like Ralph Ineson because like he's just like, I fucking love Ralph Ineson. He was in uh, The Witch. He was in, dude, he's been in so many, like, I guess, fantastical, like, medieval style. Like, is he the guy that's King Arthur? No, he plays the Green Knight. Uh, oh, oh, Joel, Joel Edgerton. Right? Uh, Joel, Joel Edgerton plays the Lord, right? Or I thought, I th- uh, no, Joel Edgerton, I, th- I thought Joel Edgerton played the Green Knight. No, it wasn't Joel, uh, Ralph Ineson, the guy who, like, was in the the costume for the Green Knight, uh, the actual Green Knight. Though that was Ralph Ineson, the guy with oh, the really okay. the, guy, the guy with the really deep voice. Yeah, no, Ralph Ineson was in Game of Thrones. He was in The Witch, dude. He's in all kinds of stuff. Um, Interesting. Yeah, he played. Uh, he played one of the Greyjoys in Game of Thrones, like when Theon takes over Winterfell, and then like they turn on him. The guy that like knocks the on out. He was like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> Didn't think he was going to shut up. Yeah, that's Ralph. And he said he was the Green Knight. Oh, okay. That changes a lot of things, and that I was thinking. Yeah, you're right. It is Ralph Innocent. Mm. Yeah, he's got that really like deep Scottish accent. Yeah, um, he was in the Witch too. He was the father in the Witch. The Vavitch. Yeah. Um. So I. Like I, I will, I'll give my like little thing because you know, like just pretentious English major here. I had to read that poem like a billion and a half times, so <laughs> um, I do know it pretty, pretty all right. Um, <laughs> you know, like you read something and you read it a billion times and you you still forget it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poem's like only eighty pages. It's like pretty short. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a Arthurian legend that they don't know who wrote it 
Um, and it's really weird, too, because this... So, a lot of Arthurian legends are... They have different um, different sources. So, like, some 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 versions will have different things, you know. Um, and the Green Knight is, like, most famous for... The reason we study uh, Beowulf and the Green Knight in school, especially in colleges, is because uh, uh, Tolkien actually did a famous translation of it. Oh, really? Of both of them, yeah. Because, um, the you know, obviously, the Green Knight when it was, like, written down and, and preserved as a poem, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, um, it was written in Old English, right? Which is, uh, a lot of people think, oh, it's Shakespeare, right? No, Old English is, like, a different language. Yeah, it was almost like a Gaelic kind of language or something like that. Yeah, like, if you yeah. were to go back in time to, to England before yeah. English evolved to Middle yeah, English, which is Shakespeare English, we wouldn't be able yeah. to understand them at all. Yeah, it was almost like they were speaking in tongues, yeah. A completely different language. Yeah, so, um, this story of Gawain and the Green Knight is a tale, uh, it's set during Christmas, right? So it's right. a Christmas movie. So, <laughs> so, right, so, right, so right away, like, like, like I said, you get like Christian element. Christianity. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, it's like the is Die Hard a Christmas movie? You have to ask: Is Sir Gawain a Christmas movie? <laughs> well, yes, it is apparently. Yeah. So uh, the the tale itself, right? The poem is a pretty standard, um, like Arthurian tale. What happens is there's a uh, there's a stranger that comes in, right? And he's he's described as the Green Knight. He's not described as an otherworldly like he's not you don't know if he is actually like a tree guy or not yeah, a person or not yeah it's kind of just described that as a knight who is like a green knight right right um so it's kind of left up to the imagination and he says that he offers the challenge which he offers in this movie um you know you you know you will get one stroke against me and I'll do the same to you in kind so what happens is like he uh, you know, he cuts off his head. He puts it back on. He's like, "All right, cool. We're doing this. Come back, you know, a year later to uh to get that same stroke." And he's like, "All right, whatever." So Gawain's like, "Cool, let's do it." Um, so he leaves. King Arthur's like, "Well, good luck," you know, kind of thing. And he goes, and there's like, he he ends up going. So the 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 Lord and the lady, he goes to their house and the Lord gives him the, he says, anything that I get, you know, while I'm out hunting, I want, I will give you my best game. If you give me what you get right in the house. And so he says, okay. So, uh, you know, he's like, it's already yours. And he's like, well, whatever. So he gives him the, uh, he gives him the thing. Right, like he he's like, okay, well, you know, the the wife like plants a kiss on his cheek, so when the guy returns, he plants a kiss on his cheek, you know, type stuff, right? Okay, right. So eventually, the wife is like, oh well, here's a sash, right? It's in the movie too. Here's a sash that will make you invincible, and he says, okay. So he get he steals it, 
right? And he's just like, the woodsman guy's like, are you sure there's nothing you want to give me? And he's just like, no. And he's like, all right, cool. He goes, very simple, simplistic explanation. I'm trying yeah. to run through it really fast. But mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, no, spoilers for the poem, for the 80-page poem. He goes to meet the Green Knight. And the Green Knight, so he, so the 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 Huntsman, right? The Lord, who's the also the Huntsman, he gave mm-hmm. him three things. So when he meets the Green Knight, the Green Knight says, "Okay, well, you know, I'm actually the Huntsman, right? And so I get, you know, I will give you in kind the three three things." So he's like, he tries to hit him in the head three times, tries to strike him, right? And the ending mm-hmm. is like he cuts a like a, a gash in his like neck. He doesn't cut off his head. He cuts a gash in his neck, and he's like, "Okay, I think you learned your lesson. I could have cut your head off. Um, you cheated. Uh, I knew that you had the sash, mm-hmm. um, but I cheated also because I'm immortal. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, good luck, man. I'll see you. I'll see you next time." So Gawain, who is dishonored by this, is like, "Well, fuck." So he goes back. He travels back to Camelot, and mm-hmm. he ties on his green sash to where he got uh, cut, right? So he's got this sash around, like, his right. neck. Yep. And so all the knights of the round table share in his dishonor and wear green sashes, like, to honor Gawain, right? Well, at least you did it, but we're all going to share in the shame, so we have to remember, we have to remind ourselves to be humble and all this stuff, right? So the the, the journey itself is is ended by them all going, well, you have to be humble and have to be true and chivalrous and honor, you know, this stuff. So we're going to wear this as a reminder that like you didn't do that. Right. Right. (laughs) So I, I said this in when I walked out of the theater. So almost, so that happened. The difference is, of course, I thought the green Knight was Joel Edgerton, but you're right. It's a different guy. So that kind of, Mm -hmm. so the Lord isn't, not necessarily he's the Green Knight. He might be. Who right. Knows? Yeah. Um, true. But uh, in the movie, there's a difference because there's uh, obviously it's longer, right? You know, it's two hours and it's mm-hmm. like it delves more into it. But also there's this there's a couple of different detours. Like he goes and he meets like this magical fox and like Gawain's mom is like Morgan Le Fay. And in the the book, like Morgan Le Fay is the lady of the house. She's trying to keep him from going to meet the Green Knight. That way, mm-hmm. he can be like dishonored, you know, because he didn't show up. Mm-hmm. But he's like, "Fuck this, I'm going anyway." Uh, so it's implied in the movie that Alicia Vikander's character, like all of her characters, actually might be his mom, right? Because his mom's the Green Knight in the begin or uh, Morgan Le Fay, uh, and you know, his mom's the one that summons the Green Knight, and she's also the one that gives him his invulnerability. That's uh, right. Mm-hmm. She gives him the uh, the sash in the beginning, and uh, he has this. So he goes, and it's like it's a play on I, the, the the thing I said to Josh. What I was going to say when I when I walked out of the theater was that they did a good job of showing, like, what an absolute fucking loser Gawain is, because, like, in all the Arthuric legends, he's, like... Oh, he's a prick! Yeah, he's such an asshole. Yeah, so he's, like, he's literally... He's nepotism, the the knight. He's literally... He's Arthur's cousin, I think. So, like, in this one, he's his nephew, I think. he's. I'm pretty sure he's his cousin. So, he he's still just, like... like he. You can't say he's not a special person, I mean, because, like, he doesn't have the bloodline, so, like... Yeah, he like you. 
it's like you expect him to be this like brave knight. I guess that's what's like the whole. Uh, maybe that's going into it. You think like this guy's gonna have some brave adventure and like just be like this like, heroic like epic guy but like yeah he's a prick like he's just he always thinks about like himself and like how the fuck am i gonna you know like you know how does this affect me <laughs> you know so yeah i see yeah you see right through it and yeah they do do a good job of that now it's not obvious but like you kind of if you don't kind of think about the interactions he has with those people when i say those people i mean like the characters he meets along the way in the film like he meets the the like the war scavenger that like the the scavengers that steal his stuff and just leave him for dead. And then he meets the lady that like the ghost of that lady. And then, mm-hmm. and then he thought, yeah, then he meets the hunter and then he meets his, the hunter's wife in the, in the castle. But along the way, like the first interaction he has with the first scavenger, it's still a very like selfish interaction. And because, you know, like this poor dude's like, Oh hey, yeah, I can, I can point you wherever you need to go. You, you want to go that way. I mean, what, Come on, like, look at me, like, look at you and look at me, like, can can you help me out here? Like, help me get ahead in life. The guy just, like, and guy would just kind of like tosses him a little like penny. <laughs> it's like, what the yeah. fuck, you know? Yeah. Like, you know so. what's what's really interesting? Yeah, he he says, uh, he says, what like was that information not worth anything? And then he leaves and he says, my thanks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um. So what's interesting though is like I kind of thought. So, like the original, I kind of thought all of them. So he meets. So the 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 adventures that he has is he goes and he meets uh, some war scavengers, right? And they like tie him up and take right. all the shit. So he's like yeah. left with nothing. Mm-hmm. The but second he manages, of the... he manages to get out, and then yeah, yeah, I think the second is the second encounter the the Ghost. girl. Yeah, yeah, it's the ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so he goes to the cabin and and see he like falls asleep and she's like, "What the fuck you did in my bed?" And it turns out this guy came in and like killed her. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and then she asked for her head back. And then the first thing I never fucking forgot this. And this was like, oh, okay. Now it registered with me like, okay, this guy's not supposed to be a hero. Like he's an absolute like ass prick. But like she's like, can you go get my head? He's like, well, what the fuck's in it for me? <laughs> you know? Yeah, why would you ask me that? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, she goes, she really goes why on earth did you ask me that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought you were a fucking knight. Like, isn't that what this whole thing is? Right. He's a jerk, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so the next thing is he goes and he meets, uh, he meets the fox. The fox kind of follows him throughout. Okay. And he meets the fox and then he, he gets high off mushrooms. Yep. And <laughs> it's either while he's high off mushrooms or right after he meets a bunch of giants. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, can you carry me across your back?" And they're like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, they're like, "Anyway, let's kind of keep walking." <laughs> that's a weird. That's a trippy moment, like the bald yeah. giant people. And yeah. then he, he goes and uh, he meets the lord and the lady, and mm-hmm. the lady uh, paint paints a picture of him. Right. And he's like, "It's a weird picture," and he like. She says, "Oh, I've like written some." It, what's what? This is the mo- the most interesting part about this movie is mm-hmm. the fact that she says he's like, "Are all these books yours?" And she's like, "Well, some of them I haven't written, and then others I've edited to like fit my like right <laughs> to fit like how I want them to be." Yeah, yeah. So she like edited some books, you know. So mm-hmm. obviously, there's like a play on the on the director and the writer editing the mm-hmm. movie. 
uh, to to match what they wanted to say. Right. right. And so the Lord does the same thing he does in the book, and he's like, I offer you, you know, whatever you get, tell me. Also, uh, there's a really awkward scene that made me really uncomfortable in the movie theater because I saw this in the movie theater, and it was the uh, it was the scene where he comes. Oh yeah, and they're like, it's. Like, I, it's... I, I, I assume I didn't know if she was like jerking him off or not. Like I didn't know if she was just like winking him, but like I couldn't tell either. But yeah, they're just like it doesn't show anything like super like clearly. But like they're like he's definitely getting off, and I don't know if she is too. But yeah, On he the down. Sash, yeah. And his, yeah, and his comb's just like all over the sash, right, or something like that. Yeah, she's just like yeah. they're not even. He's he's not even like doing anything like i think she right. just takes the sash off of him or something yeah it's funny um mm-hmm. there's that and uh then there's so he leaves and there's a scene where joel Edgerton kisses him which is interesting <laughs> he's like kiss him on oh the yeah lips. because like, i guess Damn. all right well i don't know if that's was well, that not a play into like that's what i got so that's what you get because like your wife made out with me so i guess i have to make out with you yeah is i guess so. how it was I thought so too. I mean, that's the only thing I took from that. Well, like, oh, so, well, like they're making out because like what he got at home was like he made out with somebody. So I don't know. He, Maybe I'm reading into that backwards. Yeah, and then he he goes and he the fox tells him he's like turn back, turn back, right? Yeah, and he's yeah. just like, it's, you know, he's really you mean to the cool fox. The, yeah, you know what's cool about the fox is I don't. Maybe I was just looking into this, but like, isn't like the fox kind of like a. Um, and like a lot of folklore, like the fox is kind of like a, a like a charm or like a wisdom, like so, like a, a symbol of wisdom or something like that. I yeah. think that's what it's supposed to be. And so like he, he does get like one piece of wisdom. The fox gives him one piece of wisdom before he like you know go, goes off into his final you know like where he meets before he beats the great knight. You know, the fox says like your doom is ahead. Like this is this is the end. Like this is it, man. You yeah, know? he's like just turn around and and yeah. go back. And and also what's interesting is in that that house. So there's a painting, right? And it's like a, you know, it's probably a like a, a painting that, you know, has been around for not not a real painting, but a painting that like could exist, you know, and it's been around forever. Mm-hmm. And it's a bunch of people on a fox hunt, right? And they're like running after a fox, and they have like the hounds, and they're blowing the horn, and they're right. they're all they're all after this fox. And then like before he leaves, the hunt hunting painting turns into a man running away from all the oh, hunters. Yeah. Oh, so okay. so the fox so anyway the fox is like go back and then he's like get the fuck out fuck you i didn't want you yeah. Yeah. he like hops in and he he goes and he's like having he goes he finds the green knight and he's like having to wait and the green knight like awakens and he's just like finally he has to wait like a day and a night or something like that he's like falls asleep there and the green knight awakens and he like throws him his axe down and he's just like wow you came okay and then he like tries to strike him and he runs away and he's like, Oh no, I can't. He's like, all right, I'm ready. He tries to strike him. He runs away. He's like, you need to hold still, right? Like this is only fair. This is the game. Right. And, um, he has this thought of wearing the sash and like, so it's a, it's an extended, the end. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really long. It's like, it's like a five to 10 minute like sequence. <laughs> yeah. So the ending is yeah. him wearing the sash, overcoming the green knight going back, becoming king because Arthur dies. Uh, He impregnates the girl that's like his girlfriend who's also like a less than reputable character. Yeah, because she's not a noble like he is. So like she gets shunned. Yeah, so and then they steal his baby, her baby. 
right and shun her and then he marries the girl who's so all the characters in the in the his flash uh in his uh his dream sequence are people who have been in the movie before so like i think the girl is the girl with the head cut off yeah like the, noble, the noble yep. chick and so he like marries her and then they have like i think a son or something and then he's at war he like goes off and then everyone hates him and he's like shunned and he becomes like ruthless and then uh his son dies in the war i'm assuming it's like a crusade i think it's a crusade and his son like dies in the war and he comes back and he's like defeated and they're sacking his city and right. he's like by himself and they're like fixing to bust down and he tells everyone to like flee and he's sitting on the throne. He takes off the sash, and his head falls off. Right, right. Because so like, that, that's supposed like it's implied that that's just what was keeping him alive this whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so he thinks. So, and then it flashes. You think that's the end, and then it flashes to him like, and he's like, he looks at the Green Knight, and he's like still on his knees, and he like gets down. And he's like, okay, I'm ready. And the mm-hmm. Green Knight, like my favorite part of the movie, actually. So, like the beginning, it says Sir Gawain, right, and then he's like. And then the green knight comes down. And he's just like, "Oh, you found like you found courage or whatever." And then he like, "Well, he says, well done, my brave knight." Yeah, yeah, well done, my brave knight. He like wipes his tear off and he slices across the neck. He goes, "Now off with your head," right? right? And then it says, and he goes, "Ding!" And it says, "And the green knight." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part. Is like, um, yeah. so I looked into it um, a little afterwards, and apparently, uh, you know. Because there's like implications, right? Because the the poem ends and it, he doesn't get killed, right? He still gets like the blow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Lowry said the ending is he gets killed, like he will oh, get yeah. his head cut off. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so what I found, like to be honest with the movie, I, I'm of the opinion. So a lot of people poop on a twenty four films, right? Because there's like a big, I don't know if you've seen this like in film Twitter or whatever, but there's a lot of people who like a 24 films because they're not like Marvel Disney movies. Yeah, exactly. And so there are also people who go like, Oh, well, you know, it's just like circle jerking a 24 films. Now I do like a 24 films. Like Mm -hmm. I've seen many a 24 films that I like. Right. But you're not in the circle jerk. (laughs) Right. Right. What I don't the the main thing that I don't like about a twenty four movie. So I just gave this entire tirade to mm-hmm. <laughs> to not circle jerk this movie. I don't like the movie. How, I'm trying to phrase this in a way that doesn't sound like not completely. I know it's not pretentious, but to, to not sound completely detached. Or, or or to say that like I don't like you know every instance about of this I hate. The movie The Green Knight, to me, this entire movie, and we can talk about themes and stuff, too. I, I want to hear your take on it. But mm-hmm. the entire movie felt like it was trying to tell me something. I, and, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I know where you're going with this. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, was it beautiful, like, shot, beautifully shot? Yeah, it was great. It was beautifully shot. Right. Was it... Was it fun to go to the theater with friends after COVID? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I don't know if I like this movie or not. Mm. I enjoyed 
I enjoy thinking about it, I guess, more than I enjoyed the the I don't want to say the product, right? But the mm-hmm. finished the finished art, right? The finished artwork on screen. Right. I so what what did you like actually before we start discussing themes or anything, what did you actually think of the movie though? So my first what I actually walked out of the theater like not like I've I remember coming out of theaters being like I need to sit on this, right? Mm-hmm. Um like I came I remember coming out like the first the first movie or the first movie that comes to mind where like that you and I saw together. And I'm pretty sure you caught on this too, but like when we came out of um uh The Last Jedi, uh Star Wars episode eight. Mm-hmm. Well, came out of that movie. I was just like, dude, I can't even like, I can't even say anything right now because I'm still processing this, right? Yeah, and then like that's just the last thing I remember. I mean, I've seen other plenty of other movies since then, and I, I mean, I processed them, but like some of them I was able to process quickly because I also felt strongly about it. Yeah, but when I came out of that movie, it's like there were some very there were very small things in this movie that I felt strongly about, and I was very able to quickly run to and say, mm-hmm. "I really like this," and "I really like this." Yeah, but like those the things that I really really liked, like I'll go ahead and say it. Like I really liked, um, I really liked the fact that they break down like, and this is just an overall arcing theme. But like that is that is like you can like a theme of a movie and not necessarily like like a movie in general. Yeah, but I did love the breakdown of like chivalry and of the yeah. Arthurian like breaks down of like this. It's basically like not. I'm not gonna say it's a critique. Like I don't know. Like I don't know whoever came up with this story hundreds of years ago was critiquing knights in general and just like implying that like you know like knights actually like chivalry is just kind of bullshit in the end and like yeah. knights, it's just impossible that it's impossible for a knight to not think about himself at least once you know and so like it's i like the fact that they took this sir guy you know sir guy Wayne, like that's when he's pushed in the in this movie is like or going into the movie you're like okay you know this maybe this guy's gonna learn to be a knight and it's gonna end with him like being this like Learning the ways of chivalry, and mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't. It, I mean, I didn't have those expectations going in, like knowing this was an A twenty four film. Like, I expected it to be a little weird. So, I really like the themes of the, the the complete breakdown and like realistic view on chivalry, and like the complete opposite take on it. Like, I really liked being a knight and like told to go off on this journey. Yeah, like the reaction, the interactions he had with people, like. They like they didn't like him. Like nobody liked him, you know, except mm-hmm. his, his family. Um, so I really, I really did like that. Like I liked that a lot. I really liked the costumes. I really liked the design, the set design of the movie. Yeah, I like. I actually, I even liked the pace of the movie. Like I didn't think it was like I was pretty intrigued throughout the whole movie. Yeah, but like when I, I wasn't like skipping out of that movie saying, "Wow!" Like I just saw a really good, fucking fun, good movie. I mean, it yeah. doesn't have to be fun. Like that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying like. I didn't come out of the movie theater just like, wow, like I want to tell the whole world that this movie's like, you should go see it. It was just kind of right. like, I was just like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, you know, it's, I have, I liked some things about it, but then like when I, in hindsight coming out, I was just like, you know, we got in the car, me and I were like, do you like it? Yeah, I liked it. And I was like, I like this about it. She's like, I like this about it. And they were like, okay, well, what do you want to do now? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's, that's kind of how it went for me. Yeah, I um I do have to say though, I watched this uh video 
a, I think it was like two or three days ago. I, it was funny enough, and it was talking about like right the <laughs> the deconstruction of like the the hero's journey and how the right. knights like this deconstruction of the hero's journey and all that stuff. And then it talks about how like you know you can view it differently, right? Even the original like poem, you know, kind of talks about this. One of the themes too is like uh, it's like an environmental piece, right? Like the Green Knight is uh, the Earth, and what happens is Gawain destroys the Earth, and then the Earth destroys him, right? Like there's kind of that. oh yeah, it's like a man versus nature kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, and you know, like one of the things like when it was written was like they thought, and they kind of talk about this in the Witch too. They think that the forest is like the devil's work because, I mean, there's like a lot of shit in nature that can kill you. So, like, people back then who lived really close to nature were afraid of nature because yeah, they, they go knew to the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Because they knew, like, the, the you know, they and they respected and they feared that, like, the deadly power of it. Right. So, hmm. there's like a big, and even, there's even a big talk where she's like, and then your bones will rot and you'll turn to dust and the green will flourish. And green is the most powerful color because, you know, green will, you know, will go through your eye sockets and go through your brain and, you know, everyone will forget about you, but green will prosper and your body will turn green and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. You know, green's the color of the grass and it's also the color of your bloated dead body. Right. All this type right. of yeah. stuff. Um, but the funniest thing this video said, I don't agree with this take, but they said that <laughs> it's about a mom trying to get her son out of the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, that's, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it is. I mean, she's like, she literally like casts a fucking spell to like, please God, get this man out of my fucking house. That's hilarious. Because her, you know, that's more like his mom's Morgan Le Fay, right? Yeah. Yeah. She like does she, this whole ritual and shit. she summons yeah. the green knight and then she gives yeah. her son, you know, and then there's like, like I said, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of evidence to support that everyone in the movie that he meets along the way is his mom. Right. right, because like she's the sorceress, so she's the old. She's definitely the old lady, you know, in the mm -hmm. house. She's definitely the the, which is weird. She's the girlfriend too. Like yeah. it's kind of weird, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, she's Alicia Vikander, or maybe she bases her her appearance in the the lady manor place. Oh after... yeah, no, she she like literally wears like the exact same style of clothes. Like she wears the exact same gown, I think. Yeah, so she either bases her appearance or she is Alicia Vikander, too. Right. Um, and she's like, oh, you're destined for greatness. And then she's she's definitely the fox and she's the green knight and, like, you know, she's the lord and, like, all this stuff, right? So she's, like, everything, right? So there's kind of, like, a theory that she's she's everything, right? So, like, right. I just thought that was kind of a funny reaction, like, a funny reading of the movie. It's all about, like, a guy who's a fucking loser. Like, because he is, he lives with his, you know, he lives with his mom. Right, <laughs> in his in her house, and it's about her trying to get him the fuck out of the house. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, which is not what I think. I I think, um, uh, the 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 biggest thing that I think, uh, that I took away from the movie. So so, going back a little bit, the thing that I liked a lot about the movie was the change to the ending i was kind of like i felt a little uh because i thought i knew what the ending was going to be obviously right mm -hmm. but the change to it i felt was it made especially because i thought he survived right like i thought when he's just like okay now off with your head i thought oh he's just like joking right he's like not actually gonna cut his head off and then i read that interview with david lowry right and i go oh, okay like he didn't survive he died 
I think what's interesting about it, and you talked about it, how chivalry's bullshit, right? That's a pretty standard, not even standard. That's a pretty like good reading of the movie. Um, now what the main thing that I think is that it's everything that he does in the movie is completely and utterly meaningless. Yeah. In terms of like 100%. This is, yeah. This is what I think, right? I know cuz like the thing about that video that I was telling you about they kind of say, "Oh, well he goes and at the end he realizes that if he cheats, he's not going to be he's going to be the exact same person. He's going to come back and he's going to be the king, but he's going to be the exact same person he was. He's not heroic, right? He's a coward." Mm. And he didn't change. And then at the end, it's like, oh, he did change, even though he, he literally had to die to, like, to, to change. He had to die because like there was like two options for him at the end. He could come back. He could cheat, come back, and be the same person forever, which he knew that would happen. And he didn't want to be the same person, so he like allowed himself to be killed, essentially, so that he could gain like some whatever. But I, I think I reject that. I'm Quentin Tarantino. I reject that hypothesis. Yeah. <laughs> I think I reject that. I think the main thing about the uh, about the movie is that it's worthless either way. So what happens is in in the movie, Alicia Vikander tells him, and I remember seeing the scene because it stuck with me. He's like, I'm off to go. To, to do this and she's like why do you need to do this and he's like so I can become a great man and she's yeah. like but you're good like you're fine you're a fine guy right like not, yeah, exactly. in, not in terms of like a person but she's like you're normal Yeah. And he's like but I, I'm f- going after greatness and she goes it's goodness not enough right because he oh, yeah. li- he's kind of got the he's kind of got the life right he's like right. living with his mom he's getting fucked up he's beating the shit out of people at the bars yeah. he's like he's like you know, the king doesn't mind him, right? Because he's related to the king. He's got, like, a woman who loves him. He's got, like, all this stuff, right? And he's after... He's, the whole thing is that he's on this journey. He's like, I want to become great. So, that's, you know, that's the chivalry, right? It's kind of like, oh, you have to go on this journey to become fundamentally changed, right? And I think that the my reading of it, at least, is that he shouldn't have went on the journey to begin with and not even that if you were to come back he would have become king and, and whatever it was his ambition i think to become this like heroic ideal right mm-hmm. i don't think it was necessarily like you know it was like oh turning chivalry on its head but i think it was also like going after the glory he wanted to be the hero of a story mm-hmm. right like a storybook hero and that to to extol these virtues, but the, the problem with it, the main problem that that is with it is that he's you know he's like right. a loser, right? Mm-hmm. So he, but he is he's got a pretty good thing going, yeah. right? Yeah, he's got a really good thing for him uh, going for him, and like yeah, like well, this kind of ties into what you said, but yeah, every, literally the movie, like one of the final lines of the movie, like implies that yeah, like. You kind of you did when you were chasing something, but what you were chasing is really nothing. Like you were chasing this idea of glory and like this adventure, but like you're gonna go back and like not much is gonna change. And like he realizes that when he looks up at the Green Knight and he says, "Is this all there is?" And then the Green Knight looks down and he's like, "What more what else is there?" there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fucking great. So again, it kind of ties Be- into because what you're he's saying. he thought 
he thought in that moment he was like going to die. And he says, you know, so like mm. what, what more, right? Like, I don't, yeah. and I don't think like, here's the deal. He's not fundamentally different. Like, it's interesting because the, the, the huntsman or the, the Lord, right? Joel Edgerton says this in the movie. He's like, so your, your plan is to go and do this one thing and become fundamentally a different changed person. Yeah, a completely different person. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's like the honorable thing, and he's just like, oh, honor, like, oh, okay, like, mm-hmm. that's what you're after. He's like, oh, so you'll get that doing this one thing. And he's like, yeah, and he goes, hmm, you know, he's kind of like, hmm, okay. So, yeah. also, like, here's the thing. I don't think he's changed. I don't think the, I don't think the act of him dying and accepting that is him changing because doing that is selfish. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because the well, whole I mean, movie... What, what, what else is he doing it for? He literally is doing everything for himself, you know? I mean, he does everything for himself in the entire movie, yeah. including including the end where he dies with dignity. That's for himself. He wants to be, yeah. he wants to be a changed character. And, uh, you know, he, he obviously on the surface is a changed character, right? But mm-hmm. I don't think deep down that's a fundamental change. Because if you, if you're, how, how should I say, I can't remember, there was like a, uh, and this, we'll talk about this too, a little bit about Christianity. Um, someone, some, I was talking to a Christian friend of mine, like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, sin is a sin of the heart, right? So like, if your intentions are, like God can kind of see your intentions, right? So like, right. Like if you, if you're in a, uh, I don't know, just say like uh, fucking wrath, right? Or like you're just like, oh, I'm gonna kill this guy, right? And you're like, you're actually like serious about it, regardless of if you kill the guy, like you've committed the sin, right? Like wrath or whatever, right? And that's something that needs that God can see, and you need to be forgiven. Well, like that's something that he, like Gawain does commit a sin of the heart in that fashion about being um selfish right because i don't think his his sacrifice right for honor is a brave one it's a selfish one because he in in his heart i feel like in deep down you know on the surface it's like whoa he 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 did it like he was a coward he overcame it even if he died like he's still honorable but isn't that what he was after yeah. Right. I mean, I, I think I don't know what you're reading on it is, but I think that's I feel like that's that's at least my my at least my understanding of it. I, I, I feel like the 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 reading that I have is a is a slight deviation from the it's it's still it's still in line with that kind of like chivalry doesn't actually exist type thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Because because what he's after the the idea of being a chivalrous knight is not is a selfish one and fundamentally and you know he's like he's got a lot of help throughout it like his mom mm-hmm. his mom mm-hmm. wants him to like be okay she gives him like an immortality mm-hmm. thing right she tells him to go back when he's the fox if she is the fox you know uh you know he tells him to go back he's like what are you pr- what are you trying to prove like if you go back you don't have to tell them <laughs> that you never faced him right you don't have to. You can just go back. You can just walk backwards. 
and just go back to the village and and get fucked up and and hang out with homegirl, right? But he's just like, no, nah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go do this. Just like, all right. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, think no, that's... it's um, I, I I'm with you, and like I like walking away. Like I'm still trying to I'm still trying to wrap my head around basically what I like, and like you said, I. It's one of those movies that is trying to say something, but it's also, yeah. I feel like it's trying to say too much at times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, there is, like, inside of this overarching story, but each each little chapter of this story, because it isn't chapters, right? Like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, title screens for each chapter. Yeah. Or, like, it, or it'll, like, introduce a new section of the, the story. I forgot it did that. But, like, each little, each little paragraph of this movie is supposed to say something. And I guess, like, and it does tie into the overarching story, uh, message about uh, a knight's chivalry, and that's really, like, it does feel like it's saying a lot, but maybe what it's trying to say is just kind of, like, too much of the same thing, I think. So, like, I basically, when I'm walking away from this movie, to me, it's like, I, I walked to the movie saying, okay, so nobody actually goes into being a knight wanting to like be a knight like for everyone like most mm-hmm. people go into being a knight because they want to do it for the glory of being a knight right and and i think that's really like that's honestly like all i can really take away from it that i liked because then it just feels like it feels like all of the little pieces building up to that are like just kind of little uh micro uh, little micro stories about like a reinforcing idea like that um but yeah like reflecting on it like it, it really is trying to say that but um i brought there was one thing i saw online about because uh, the movie opens and it i mean it's based on like christianity and arthurian chivalry but um i mean the movie opens like the first line of the movie is like uh christ is born right like she splashes her gay when awake and she says christ is born because it's christmas i guess but also like like right away i'm like oh like is this like jesus imagery is this supposed to be like you know like are we going to get like a Jesus story? And in a way, like I saw that, like someone said online that, um, like, like Jesus, like the story of Jesus, like Sir Gawain, like is killed, but mm-hmm. like, he also doesn't get killed. Like he's like, he comes back and in a way, like he gets killed, but th- did he really die? I guess is what the actual article is. So, like he, he, he knows he's going to die as so he dies, but then he doesn't really die because like he knows that like Jesus, like his uh, effect on the world continued, like even after his death, or like what was implied his death, and you know, like he had the whole dream sequence, and then we we come back, and then like we're supposed to think he died, but then he didn't really die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because so, like, he, like, he he dies he dies a uh, a metaphorical death, I guess. Yeah, he does a metaphorical death. Yeah, and um, I got I kind of I kind of touched on that when I was just. Uh, reading on like what some other people think and so I like maybe I'm looking too into it but like I was I was trying to really connect his story to like a Jesus type story but like that's kind of really only it because he's not like he's not Jesus at all because like the Jesus we were like told growing up is like this careless giving person that like no matter who they were like you know they he gave love to but like that was not Sir Gawain like at all <laughs> you know Right. Um, so yeah, it is like I guess that just kind of also ties into like the deconstruction of like Christianity and like you know like oh, Sir Gawain's like this Christian and he's doing this in the name of Christianity and like uh, I mean that's not I don't think I 
that's not what the movie was trying to say, but like I said, like we're we're having this conversation about it. So like we can tell that the movie is trying to like get us to have conversation. But I also think I mean that kind of just that comes from what the poem does. Like the poem is really like ambiguous, kind of like that. So like when you have something like this and it's it's intriguing enough to have a discussion like this and to have certain topics of themes and like how you interpret it. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, like I may interpret something different than you and that's kind of like the beauty of it, you know, in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, I definitely feel like, uh, I don't know, just walking away of it, walk, coming out of the movie and reflecting on it. I mean, like I just liked some of what the movie did really. And I think that's all I can really take away from it. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the, yeah, it's like the dignity of the night, and that's really all I really liked about it, all in all, like, overall. Yeah, I I think that <laughs> what you said about the, the conversation, I think that's what I like about it. Right, but yeah, I, I like it, I like it, that's what I like about it, too, is the fact that, like, Diana and I can, like, have this conversation about it, too, and, like, it's one of those movies that, like, you should watch, and then, like, you should talk about it, because it's definitely one of those movies but but it, but it's not like one of the best movies ever, you know. Like it's not even it is, close. But here's the thing: is the movie itself? This is what I think. It's 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 weird. It's like I like that we're having a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. I like that we're we can have the conversation about it. But I also don't like it because it feels like the movie is trying. The sound. St- stick with me here. Do you think it's, it's just pretentious? It's the, no, it's. The, I think it might be the A twenty four effect, and here's yeah, the A twenty four effect. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the A twenty four effect too. is is a it's a movie that instead of having a natural conversation about it, it's a movie made to have a conversation about it, right? Yeah. Do you and think th- so? Like that's going to be like that's just going to be the A twenty four thing. Is like it may not even be a really good movie, but like it's just it's just supposed to be so like strangely ambiguous that like its whole point is just to get you trying to talk about it and like that's like, not necessarily a good thing midsummer right like i really liked midsummer uh mm. uh i liked uh the witch i don't even know if midsummer was a24 it probably was but no it was it was i like the witch i like um black coat's daughter i like uh i like a lot of a24 movies and i think why is because they're good movies that you can have conversations about. But the problem that the biggest problem that I had with this one, and I, I see like the more I'm seeing a 24 movies, the more I feel this way, like it, different ones, right? Some of them are fine, but there's a lot of a 24 films that I watch and they feel like they are movies made to have the conversation about them. Whereas like my favorite a 24 movies, like the witch, whatever is a, is a movie like th- movies that natural they're movies they're made they're beautifully shot, right? Or they're beautifully acted mm-hmm. or beautifully written or whatever, right? But they organically are movies that have conversation, like you have conversations about them because you want to have conversations about the movie. Whereas the the movies that like, I, I feel like go go uh, the Green Knight fall in, I was almost going to say Gawain in the Green Knight, but it's just the Green Knight, mm-hmm. um, right? Drop the the, just Green Knight. <laughs> um, but the thing about like, uh, the Green Knight is, it feels like it's kind of a, um, this sounds too pretentious, but it feels like it, it's made to have conversations about it. it, it I, I feel like 
the movie is a conversation, right? It's like a lot of uh, themes, right? It's a lot of, uh, and, and like, again, it doesn't take away from like, there's a lot of beautiful shots in it. Like it's, it's decently acted, right? The, the dialogue's fine, whatever. Mm. But also there's a lot of like things in the movie that make you go, uh, that, that make me at least go, Oh, it's, this is meant for me to talk about it, right? Like this, this segment or this, whatever. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one that feels that way. I, I think, I think, I, I think the reason I feel that way in particular about this film is because I'm seeing the, the opposite effect of, um, uh, of Disney Marvel movies that I, I I enjoy like it's like we said last episode I enjoy some you know some of them I enjoy a lot of them but right there's there's this effect that that I have where I'm like tired of the things that they do right like the the Disney trope the Disney Marvel tropes mm-hmm. that they have right um and when you watch enough of them you start noticing them and you start going okay like there's another it's, I'm superhero fatigued out like I'm tired of right Right. watching these movies or whatever right and it's similar like with indie films it's like they're <laughs> they're indie films and then there are like quote indie unquote films right like like a24 like a lot of the newer a24 yeah. stuff it's it's indie, like indie films with millions and millions of dollars behind it <laughs> well, well it's not even, yeah. i mean it's not even that right. it's literally like well, a yeah, movie. yeah used to an indie film was something that you just made, right? It was a film that mm-hmm. you made independently. Well, now indie films are like a subgenre. Like, The Green Knight isn't... is, is an indie film, supposedly. Right. Quote, quote, unquote. It's an A24 movie, but it... and that's what A24 is supposed to be, is independent filmmakers, but at the same time, it's not... it's not a movie that they made that is an independent film. It's a movie that's an indie film. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a right. subgenre. Yeah. It's a genre that's like have conversations about this, right? Like sit 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 with your friends over coffee and and like pretentiously talk about this while like pushing up your glasses, right? <laughs> which is yeah, like exactly yeah 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 no it's yeah it's exactly what it is. Which I mean, again, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree I think, with you. I think the best thing about the movie, which is, again is kind of crazy, is that we can sit and have conversations about it, but at the same time. The thing that I didn't like about the movie was it felt like it was trying to make me do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm in the, I'm also in the category of, uh, you know, I, I share the sentiment that A24 is just becoming that. Like, that's, that's what it's kind of just going to be. Like, I don't, is A24 just going to kind of turn into this, like, folk tale kind of like movie studio where, like, they just take, like, obscure stories that like get passed down or you know what i mean just like old literature and just kind of like take it and just kind of make it pretty and like throw some glitter on it and then mm. like call that and call that a movie you know so i mean it is i mean I, I i have to call it like filmmaking because like the uh the green knight did feel like a filmmaking style like look 100 i mean but probably with the exception of the this the the giants it was like 100 like felt like a real movie yeah you know like real sets uh real like actors real costumes real props real sequences like real engagement with people where like a story like it's just it's the complete antithesis of like it's the complete opposite of the 
the CGI Marvel fight fest where like conflict is conflict is uh, handled and resolved by um, set pieces and action. Mm-hmm. So I have to call it like a film, like I have to call it like movie making. So I still have to say A24 is like movie making, like it's a movie making studio. But yeah, it does tend to have a sense of like, you know, this is our gimmick. It has a gimmick. Like why do why does everything have to have a gimmick now? Like why can't it just, you know, why can't you just make movies and let people come in and like make movies that say something or like make movies that say something and clearly say something. And it's something you could talk about whether you like it or not, and you could enjoy somebody's artistic vision. But yeah, like the, it definitely has that kind of feel where it's like you walk away, you walk away from that movie. And I think this is maybe why it had like a mixed reaction because like I think it had a mixed reaction because people just had mixed feelings about it. Like it's just one of those movies, you know. And interesting. It, I, I didn't I, see. This is what's this is what's kind of in, cool. I I used to be kind of plugged into uh the mm. um i used to be plugged into the critic sphere right for movies mm. but um interesting i didn't know that it had a mixed reaction oh no dude it's got like a so if you could sit if you go like uh, well, i guess when you're looking at critics now and you could lead the, in the critic circle yeah. you have to look at like several outlets you can't just look at rotten tomatoes hey, you can't just look at this oh, one second austin outlets. one second Sorry about that. Awesome. What were you saying? No, I was just saying, like, yeah, if you so if you look over the entire landscape of like uh critical outlets, it, it generally like it's a really mixed it's a mixed reaction. Like it's not awful, like it's not just people who are like, I don't fucking get this and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's across the board, it's like people it's literally like a to- a co- like it's a coin flip, like uh, between wow. critics. Like it, one likes it and one doesn't like it, or one um I mean, I've, I don't use Rotten Tomatoes anymore. I kind of just, I've started to use Metacritic, but like, uh-huh. it's just, it's going to slowly just kind of turn into Rotten Tomatoes anyway. But yeah, I use I, Metacritic and no, yeah, it definitely has just like pretty mixed reactions. I just looked up, uh, I just looked up the, uh, the reviews. Yeah. And the Rotten, it's mm-hmm. interesting. The, 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 the audience scores 50% and then the, the critic scores 88%. Right. On Rotten Tomatoes. So that means it says, like critics consensus is uh, it honors and deconstructs its source material in equal measure mm. producing an absorbing adventure. And then the audience says for better or worse, the beautifully filmed green eyes, a different take on a classic story that takes his time in the telling and leaves a lot open to interpretation. So it, it's yeah. interesting. It seems like what the critics like. The, right. The, so do you think that, like, do you think that the, the open, like, here's the thing. Do you think a 24 is gimmick now? And like, I like using that word because I think you know what I mean. It's just like it's their it's their brand, like it's their like identity. Because to be a successful business and to be a, a successful studio or to be a successful something nowadays, you have to have some kind of like brand unique identity, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what as like in this in this type of market that we're in, like the successful like that you could. The successful companies that you can judge, they all have some kind of identity. It's a brand identity. I learned this in marketing. So, like, if a certain something has an identity, like, and it's different and it's new, I mean, people in a bit in the business world, and like, even like, I'm I'm referring also to the movie industry because it is a business. So when I say business, I'm talking. I'm also talking about the movie industry. Mm-hmm. It does feel like 
when it comes to business, you know, like business is all about profits. And so like, there's no argument that like Disney, like has a firm stronghold on like the movie industry's business. But now like you have a 24 that comes in and like people do kind of circle drink a 24 because it's, it's not even like an anti Disney thing. It's just like, it's just another big studio. And their whole gimmick is the, what you just said, the open to interpretation thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like, I think, I think it's uh I think it's more of a, a symptom of the just a few of them. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, think it's not yeah. it may not necessarily be the entire studio thing, but I think it might just be kind of like it it's happening because like, there's more of them. Yeah. Right. And that, I guess what I'm trying to say is like the Green Knight is just another one of those like it's it's like you said, it's just another A twenty four film. Right. Know? And I guess that's that's kind of like just like my, my thoughts on it really. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Um, so that was our discussion of the Green Knight. So uh, mm-hmm. we will, uh, you know, we'll talk about. Uh, it might be another, um, might be another topic episode next week, but uh, we'll see. We're just gonna, me and Austin and I are just gonna keep you guessing. But we will uh, see you guys later. See you guys. <laughs>